May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So Advent is here. Does anyone still have an Advent calendar? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we always do. Uh, And this year, my husband bought me uh, a special Advent calendar. Normally he buys me chocolate, and this year he's bought me a running one. And I said, when he gave it to me, I said, oh, does this mean I'm going to have to run more? (laughs) Now, in the first, um, on day one, um, I got one sock, the right sock. I'm rather hoping that by the time I get to the end of this, I might have the second sock. (laughs) It would be useful, but we'll see. <laughs> it says right on it. Yeah, us runners are a bit dumb, so we need right and left written on our socks, so we put them on the right foot. <laughs> but, you know, what, what is it that we're waiting for in Advent? What are these Advent calendars about? But, you know, ticking off those days as we move towards the 25th of December, which is Christmas Day. What is it that we're hoping to celebrate? Is it that we're looking forward to the 25th when we'll eat too much, uh, give and receive presents, fight with our families, and fall asleep on the sofa in front of the TV? (laughs) I'm not sure that that's really something to count down 25 days towards. But, you know, I must confess that, you know, Christmas is a wonderful time for families, for those who have families that they get on with and those who still have their families with them. It can be quite painful for other people. But Advent is more than just waiting for that Christmas day. Advent is a time of waiting a time of anticipation, but of what? The passage that we've read this morning from Mark is Jesus speaking about the signs of his coming and the importance of being watchful and faithful. But Jesus is there already talking to them about waiting for him to come, so that doesn't make sense. While many people think that Advent is about waiting and preparing for celebrating the birth of a cute baby in a manger, surrounded by farm animals and celestial singing, what we are in fact thinking about and anticipating in Advent is far more than just the man Jesus who came to show us God with us, but to look ahead to Jesus' return and with it, the restoration and renewal of all creation. Passages like the one that we have before us today and similar passages found in the other Synoptic Gospels can feel scary and a bit otherworldly, like watching some film. The apocalyptic images of stars falling from the sky and suns not shining don't exactly invoke in us feelings of joy and delight. And yet, Jesus tells us to look out for these signs as signs of his victorious return. 
we have the promise in the Bible that ultimately God's return is to restore the fallenness of creation to the fullness and flourishing that it should be. And that should give us hope and should be something that we look forward to with eager anticipation, not fear and trepidation. But how are we to look forward to this? How are we to wait? We know that the disciples weren't particularly good at waiting. Remember the Garden of Gethsemane? I'm sure uh, you will have similar memories, but um, as a young child, my brother and I decided one night that we were going to stay up and wait for Father Christmas. We were going to catch him in the act. So we got our snacks together. We had a little camp out in in our room. And it was all very exciting at 8 o'clock. And by half past 8 and 9 o'clock, we were starting to droop. And by 10 o'clock, we were snoring. It's difficult to wait. Even when we think we know what we're waiting for, it's still difficult to wait and to keep that level of anticipation. But I think that there's a clue in the final verses of our reading in Mark and in that beautiful poem from Isaiah. Isaiah reminds us that we are all of us, that phrase comes up quite a few times in Isaiah, we are all of us in this together. We are all of us unclean. We have all of us faded like a leaf. But we are all of us the work of God's hands. And collectively, we call out to God to consider all of us. We, all of us, belong to God. And therein lies our hope. Mark gives the example of servants working together to take care of the household while the master is away. Everyone has their job, including the doorkeeper, whose job is to watch the door. And the reason the household can be ready for the master's return is because everyone is working together with their own jobs in community and together they can stay alert, together they can keep each other focused on the things they need to do and be ready. Hebrews 10 verses 24 and 25 says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. What I love about those verses is that it affirms what people are already doing, those good acts that people are doing, and it adds encouragement and motivation from one another to continue. We are already on the journey of seeking God and making him known, but together we can help one another to do so more confidently more enthusiastically and more successfully. Individually, it might be tricky to read the signs and know what is going on, but collectively, we can figure out how to live in this tension and make a way through the confusion. 
Individually, we can get tired and demotivated. But together, we can help one another to regroup, refocus and get back out there. Individually, it might be hard to keep hoping for all the goodness of Christ's victorious return, but together we can remind one another that even though we might not know what it is exactly we're waiting for, we do know who we are waiting for. Being in community helps us to keep the flame of hope alive and allow it to grow and become stronger in us. I read uh, a beautiful um, bit from Henry Nguyen. I'm not sure which book it's from, um, but he said, together we can trust that there is spiritual power when we come together that allows us to live in this world without surrendering to the powerful forces constantly seducing us toward despair. That is how we dare to say that God is a God of love, even when we see hatred all around us. That is why we can claim that God is a God of life, even when we see death and destruction and agony all around us. We say it together. We affirm it in each other. Waiting together, nurturing what has already begun, expecting its fulfilment, that is the meaning of community and the Christian life. Mark reminds us to be watchful and wait. Isaiah assures us that God will be recognisable when he comes, for we have experienced God before. This Advent, why not come along to the Advent course, where together you can be encouraged to wait for God to come into your life, or make the most of all the Christmas services that we are putting on, which we hope will inspire you to worship God more fully, and it's a great opportunity to invite friends and neighbours. Get involved in all that we do here at All Saints, because together we can seek to build a community where all can grow and thrive. So let us, all of us, look for ways to encourage one another in the coming weeks as we watch and wait. Let us spur one another on to good works and let us share our joy and passion with one another in a way that inspires others to seek the God who inspires and fills us with hope as we watch and wait for the fulfilment of his kingdom.